A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't fucking blame me, you bitch. Wow. Okay. You really took that to the next level. Well, it's not the next level. I feel like that's like a half step. That's like a quarter box. Whatever. It's on a full apple box. Okay. Well, um, Weird Advice Podcast, I am Megan, and I am joined by my co-host, Melissa. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the greatest podcast you've ever listened to. Do you? We're on. We're we've been Oprah's favorite podcast for the last five <laughs> years straight. Yeah, go check out her favorite podcast list. Yeah, we're there. Mm-hmm. It's an invisible ink. I mean, I don't think she has a favorite podcast. Does she list. not? I don't think so. I so mean, that's she... why it, it okay, works. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Scratch that. <laughs> um, we're an advice podcast, and you know what you do on an advice podcast? You give fucking advice. 
So if you want to call in to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot fucking com. You got to keep it under three minutes or you will be cut off, snip, snip, circumcised. And uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, let us know your pronouns on the call. Give us as much detail as possible. We really don't need to know your zodiac sign unless you have extra time at the end. But we need to know your age. We need to know all of the important details. And the best way to do that is to write down everything you're going to say in the call. And then honestly, just read it like a script. But practice ahead of time. Take the timer out on your phone. Time it, make sure it's under three minutes. And three minutes is actually like a lot longer than you would think. Like when you're writing it out, think of like the speeches you give in class. So the more details, the better. But yeah, give us as much detail as humanly possible because we want to be able to give you the best advice. Our advice not only is Oprah's favorite, it's world renowned. And what we lack for in credentials, we make up for in opinions, kind of like anti vaxxers on Instagram. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I don't think they'll be able to find that. Some, because they like have like search things that they like find it for like, um, they find, uh, they like save the word anti-vax. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll they find get alerts. And- yeah. And then they like post it in their like freaky Facebook groups. They're like, let's all go harass this lady. And I'm like, okay. Do you get chills up your spine? They give me chills. That <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> have you not seen me do that? I have, but okay. it was just, you know, I was like looking directly at you talking to you. Um, so I don't think they'll be able to find the podcast. Unless they're already here. In which case, you know, since this podcast is all about happiness and positivity, I literally need to have a sit down conversation with whoever fucking started the rumor that like this podcast, but then also like me individually, I know, preaches love and positivity. And I was like, I think you're confusing me with Jocelyn Davis. Like, I genuinely. She's a walking happy rainbow of love, positivity. Just like a Care Bear. Like, literally, without a doubt. Like, mm-hmm. of, of course. Like, yeah. uh, but such I, a sweet angel. Yeah. But that is not who we are. No. And, like, I've never been that. And, mm-hmm. like, nobody in my life has ever called me that. Like, personal, <laughs> professional, none of the above. So I would love to know, you know, but I mean, I, I know the true reason behind it is because, like, they're like, well, you like, <laughs> you like gay people. And I'm like, that's what? Because that's always what it's like, but your inclusivity and, like, blah, blah. I was like, you think I'm like kumbaya, yay, great. Also, and they're, oh, and because you're a feminist. I'm like, so because I believe that like, you know, everybody should have equal rights. To be fair, when I have those conversations with those people, I'm like, I don't necessarily believe that you should have rights, but. Everybody should have equal opportunities. And then when you prove yourself wrong, then your rights get deducted. Exactly. But I, at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you have enough brain cells together to vote. Like, so. Right. But I do think you should be paid as as much as the men at your job. Mm-hmm. Ugh, people, people, people. I'm also like, gay people are people too. I and know. therefore, like, half of them are also cunts. That's like, yeah, that's like the whole thing that I just think is like, I'm like, you think that you have to be a saint to not be homophobic? Like, that? damn. Okay. Like, that's what you think. If you can't take that away from like, well, you believe in this, blah, blah, blah. So like, therefore, you have to be like, Mother Teresa. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can be a cunt. I'm still a cunt. Right. It's about equal cuntiness for all. Yeah. Every <laughs> cunts for everyone. Mm-hmm. Equ- 
equal access and opportunity to cunthood. Right. Cunthood. Maybe that should be our <sighs> new merch. I know. Speaking of merch. We're not wearing any because oh, yeah. it's hot as fuck inside. It is when hot we, as fuck. When we record the podcast, we have to turn the air conditioning off for sound. But. Yeah. So it gets real toasty really fast. Since the merch has been out, we've already gotten so many people who are so excited and ordering. So if you missed out on our merch announcement, I mean, last episode, but it's also on our socials, Instagram, everything. Check it out. We will have the link for our merch in the show notes or wherever you listen. Or if you're on Patreon, we also have a link there. But we're pretty fucking excited. We are excited. You know what I'm most excited about? I was going to cast, but there's no point. What? <laughs> Is that everyone, like, there's not one shirt that everybody wants. It's, like, pretty evenly spread out yeah. that there's something for everybody. And that makes me happy, too. And I we've, like, talked about our merch woes on our Facebook group, but, like, on Patreon as well. But... I just can't stress to you all how hard it is to make merch that is. And I'm like, I don't want, like, there's some of these things that I like, I don't want to like complain about, like, oh my God, like praise us at all. Like, no, no, no. We need to like, just change the standard merch that is like size inclusive, Mm -hmm. um, is like good quality. And then the real kicker that doesn't profit Jeffree Star, Jake Paul, (laughs) because I mean, literally what they, the two biggest merch companies are, are them yeah i gotta hold on i gotta read with the for the merch company that we did use which is a great company founded by the vlog brothers mm-hmm. and i was like if p- someone's gonna get a cut because i mean if this is a fun fact a lot of these merch companies are monopolized by like influencers and content creators who get in early and either like they start it or they either have stake in the company um and like majority like a huge amount of stake in the company so um you know w- Thank God that they did this because we we needed it. And they're like in their Instagram bio, it says doing things that don't suck with people who don't suck since 2008. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, thank, thank you. Fucking God. Mm-hmm. Thank fucking God. It just it was just so, so hard. And then it's also like, yeah, there are lots of like, you know, other merch, like one off companies or whatever. But like they they can't necessarily do like they don't have as much selection or as like cool of stuff or like the capabilities to do what we want to do. And that's where the monopoly of it being like two like really shitty people. It's pretty rough. Okay. Well, we're excited about our merch and hope you're excited too. Very. I'm like so stoked for everyone to wear it. Especially the therapy sweatshirt. People are like, I'm going to wear this to therapy. Some people have said that they're buying one for their therapist so (gasps) they can match. I should get one for my therapist. (laughs) I feel like she would love that. Yeah. She'd be like, great. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Well, um, what's new with you? Um, well, you know, stuff has been, you know, we just got like a masked mandate for indoors back in LA. So I was literally having lunch with two people that I podcast with that I had never met in person before <laughs> because of the pandemic. And so we had lunch and it, we had it outdoors anyway. But as I was walking to my car, it was like mask mandate coming back and i was like so this is probably the last lunch i'll be having for a while yeah so i've started making like a contingency plan for me going back to arkansas oh yeah temporarily of course but like like i've like think like i've found a place that has like because i don't not i don't think i'll be able to stay with my parents for longer than <laughs> are you are two is, weeks is the family listening 
I mean, I've already told them oh, they in know. person. They know, they they know, know this. They know. So, um, like, my mom asked me yesterday about something. I think they'd be more like, shocked if you're like, I'll come stay with you yeah. in a bit. Yeah. So, I found, like, a, like corporate housing. So, they have, it's temporary for, like, three, you can do What's three, corporate six. corporate housing? So, what I'm oh, explaining, okay. <laughs> it's temporary. So, it's, like, for people that might be coming from out of town, or, like, they're working on a job for short term. And so it's temporary and furnished. Oh, okay. so it'll be perfect. Like, what's it called? Um, what are those apartments that every actor lives in LA when they first move for like pilot season? They're mm-hmm. like traveling. Oakwood. Yes. The Oakwood apartments. Yeah. 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 So, like that. Yeah. Nice. So I found a place. I'm probably going to put my car in storage and buy an SUV and then go. When's your lease up? This month. And so you're month to month, month after, aren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I do wonder. I do wonder what is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I mean, like, it's one of those things that, like, I haven't taken my mask off indoors Me at either. all. And I, like, still maintain, I, even with my mask, like, even if someone else is also with their mask, mm-hmm. like, maintain distance, like, even on walks. Like, the only time Mots and I don't wear our masks is if we're on a walk by ourselves. But if we get within 10 feet of, someone or even crossing the street we always put our mask on to like cross the street or like or we'll cross the streets we don't have to like even go close to people but it is it is like wild so i saw this tiktok that was really fucking funny um where it was like the everybody's treating the pandemic like the last day of their period and i commented i was like yeah everyone's just fucking someone sent it to me today and i didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I saw I heard listened to like two seconds of it. It's like I gotta come back and watch this. Cause like we're all just it's we're all free bleeding. Mm-hmm. It's like there there are people and like that's I think like the hardest part is obviously unvaccinated people are fucking it all up. I mean that's who's in the hospital. Yeah. And that's like who is like getting like I I've I have friends who have gotten COVID post being vaccinated, which is like something that happens. But then there is also this like kind of thing of people who got vaccinated and were like great everything's back to normal i'm going completely back to normal Mm -hmm. and it's like well there you're basically decreasing your risk of death and going to the hospital and having like an incredibly serious case but like it's not it's not like going away and like you're not like completely immune to it and also regardless if you have like a not so bad case of it like while you're actively sick like you might still have side effects and yep. all of that stuff afterwards. And it's also too, like a lot of, some people aren't waiting two weeks. Like they think that they get yeah. vaccinated and then they're fully vaccinated and they're not. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's like an absolute shit show. Um, but yeah, absolutely nothing is changing for, for me. But I did see on Twitter, people were like some like, you know, conspiracy theorists were like, notice how until there was like a vaccine there was never even any variants and someone goes someone doesn't understand that delta is the third letter in the alphabet so like there are variants that come before actually in greek isn't it alpha beta gamma alpha beta beta, gamma delta so it's not even (laughs) you're right for everybody who's going to complain that our intro is too long it's because we don't have an update for this episode and anytime anyone complains, I'm like, I think this has to be why. Mm-hmm. Like, you talk for too long. I'm like, well, we we usually have the update. Um, so we don't have that for this episode, but we have one for the next episode that yeah. we already recorded. That is great. Pretty so, fucking good. 
So everyone, please, if you call in, please, please, please give us an update because they've been kind of lacking recently. Yeah. And you get to, you know, FaceTime slash Zoom with us. Mm -hmm. We're really nice. We don't bite. What'd you just say? We're really nice. We don't bite. We're so nice on FaceTime. Okay. We apologize. Like, if I'm wrong, I'll apologize to the person. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant just, like, in general. We're really nice. On the call. (laughs) <laughs> no like and i and i want to like really encourage people like if like we're never going to be mean on a zoom no and i don't think anyone ever assu- who's calling back is like ever assuming that at all no. um but um even if it's like not that necessarily like if you think it's like oh well blah, not that blah blah interesting no we we always like to hear about it and even if it's from earlier seasons too mm-hmm I love those, Me especially too. if you were like 15 when you called. Yeah, those are fine. I find really, yeah. really cool. Even if it's just like a happy ending, like we love a happy ending. Or if it's bad and then and you learn something from it. Yeah. Or even if you have like an update, but like it hasn't concluded, but you're like, there's more information. And like, maybe we asked questions and like, you need more help. You can give us that in like the sense of an update. Two thumbs. Well, three, four. Four thumbs way up you the butt. You have tiny fucking thumbs. I have tiny fucking hands. Yeah, but I feel like that thumb specifically is so. This oh my, my nail broke on this. Oh, okay, one. that's what it is. It's so it does. Yeah, it looks so cute. It broke when I was zipping up the bag. That all being said, let's get into the calls. Let's get down to business. To defeat. Never seen the it. Huns. What you would love Mulan. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 28 and I use she, her pronouns. My boyfriend's 29. We've been together for almost seven years. He was my first boyfriend ever. Let's just say I was kind of a late bloomer. We started dating when I was 21 and in college. We met through mutual friends and I had zero experience before that, mainly because I was very shy and anxious around boys. But he was very patient with me and that was exactly what I needed at the time. I loved him very much and still do love him today. But things have been different for a few years. The passion and the butterflies that you get from a new relationship, especially since it was my first one, are not quite there anymore. I'm still happy with him, but it's not passionate anymore, you know? My sex drive is very low and has been very low for a while now. And it's hard because he has a higher sex drive than me and I feel bad sometimes. But I've had a lot of health issues in the last years. Like for a while, I had almost constant UTIs that were very painful and that were probably caused by sex because I've never had them before becoming sexually active. Plus, add to that the stress of my career and adult life in general. I'm not a student anymore. I have big responsibilities at work, plus COVID and the horrible year that we've all been through. Like, I just don't know if my low sex drive is normal due to all of those circumstances and like if it will eventually go back to a better place naturally or if it's because I'm not as attracted to my boyfriend as when we were younger. Maybe I should get more experiences with other men before I get too old and definitely settle, have a family and all of that. But at the same time, I love my boyfriend. We bought the house together. We have animals together. Like it would not be simple to leave this relationship behind. It's seven years of my life. Last thing, we're both in the same field. We do not work at the same place, which I would never do like you often say, Megan. 
But we basically have the same reality, the same schedule, all of our weekends together, vacations together. And we very much understand each other. Like when we come home after a rough day, um, we are there for each other because we face the same challenges and all of that. So I know that I wouldn't necessarily have that in another relationship. Like we understand each other very well. No, last, uh, real last thing. Yes, I've tried therapy. Maybe you will mention that. Uh, I went to a sex therapist for a few months this year, but I feel like she wasn't necessarily experienced enough. I don't want to be rude to her. She was very sweet, but the match wasn't quite right. It didn't really help. And I'm fully open to try again and find a new therapist. But it can take some time. It can be long because they have lots of of clients and they put you on their waiting list. Anyway, any advice would be very appreciated. Thank you. There's a lot of things going on here. And I, I would like I, to commend the amount of information we were giving I them. Do t- I would like to as well. Um, not quite a gold star just because I could tell you didn't write it down. No, but I can tell that you were like an organized thought. Yes, and like you, you probably fun. are like a really big asset to your job. Mm-hmm. Like you seem like a good employee. Yeah. Um, first thing, I don't. I don't consider you a late late bloomer. And I think we should all just stop putting ourselves on timetables for other things. So uh, for anything. So you got into a relationship when you found somebody that you wanted to be in a relationship with. That's not, I don't think that's a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second, I think some of the things that you discussed are related, but they're also not related. If that makes sense. What do you think? What, what, What parts do you think aren't related? I think that maybe now that you're so comfortable in your relationship that you're bored with the comfortability. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not that you're not attracted to him anymore, which that that might add into it. But I feel like you might feel stuck in this relationship that you might not necessarily want to be in or you want to be in it but you want to, because you've never been with anyone else, you want to explore other relationships or partners. Yeah. Because just to go off of that too, you were like, it would be hard to leave because we bought a house together and have animals together. But you're also questioning if you want to be with someone else. Yeah. I mean, I think just from like how you're talking about it, you want to you're 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 done like yeah i think like you have to also ask yourself like am i not if you're not attracted to him the same level that you were anymore and you're feeling like is your sex drive related to i don't want to say him because it's not like anyone's it's nobody's fault it's not even like it's not mm-hmm. anyone it's just like first of all medication like mental health and then also just like ebbs and flows of like age and time and circumstance and everything but like do you have a sex drive to like masturbate Right. Because that's a big, that's like a huge indicator. Um, not just having sex with someone else is like the, do you have a desire to like get off at all? Um, but I would say like the way that you're talking about him, like I know you're saying that you love him. I'm not doubting that you love him at all, but like it is a lot of like the practicality mm-hmm. of it. And I'm personally always in the camp of, if you're wondering <laughs> if you should break up, you probably should. 
And if you're wondering if you're having like, I think like, you know, being cautious and I don't want to say having cold feet, but being practical of the future is not always like guaranteed and relationships and promised and all of that kind of stuff and like taking things day by day. But I think if you are seriously having like hangups about a relationship, then it's time to, it's time to go Mm -hmm. and it's, it's time to be done with that. And I think because you haven't been in a relationship before that there are, and I also think that there's like something to be said about like seven years. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of fucking people who are unhappy in relationships and the way they talk about it, like where it's like, oh my God, like my fucking wife, like, oh, my husband, like I have to like this whole like drag of a thing. And especially when you're young and you're like that, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm here to say normalize divorce, like Mm -hmm. stop staying together for kids. Not that in your situation, but I think that because we get so used to people talking about like the old ball and chain of like, well, yeah, you know, like things like after X amount of time, you might not feel like, you know, relationships are work, which they are. But I think it just gets lumped in together with people who are unhappy in relationships and desperately try to like normalize that where this to me sounds like there are like you can see a version of your life with him. But because it's comfortable because yeah. you guys have the same work schedule, you have the same weekends, like you're everything you're saying is because you're set in what you're doing and the it, it seems like the excitement might be gone but you mm-hmm. feel like because you do have commitments with him that this is where you should be for now and i also think that like as somebody who's also in a comfortable stage of a relationship the comfort should be welcomed and the mm-hmm. comfort should be exciting mm-hmm. the, and not like daunting and suffocating something you're not complaining about and you're you've also said like you said something along the lines of like essentially you do want to date other people but like don't want to like don't want to wait till it's further down the line when you already have like a family with this guy yeah and i feel like like fam like marrying someone or starting a family with someone should be like an exciting time in your life and this doesn't sound like excitement to you that sounds just like the the next step no exactly it's what you quote unquote should do there should always be like i always say that like any new step any new phase of a relationship it should be because you are done with the existing phase and you're excited for the next phase mm-hmm. but like it sounds like to me what you are what would excite you more is being single Mm -hmm. than getting engaged and getting married and Mm -hmm. having kids and like they're dreading it yeah and like you you sound really compatible but you can be compatible with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and i like i don't necessarily believe in like soul i mean i don't i don't believe in like soulmates i believe that like you choose your person Mm -hmm. and the choices that we make and the the life decisions and just like life in general is how we get to be in the circumstance where we can choose that person. And you can like no longer choose that person and then choose somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all just depends on like who you are and where you are at that time in your life. But I think this is relationship and him, he has served you and like as a person in your life for like a really great thing and like for a good, good amount of time and all of that. But it's also, I, it's also really okay to, leave a relationship because you think there might be something better out there 
And that doesn't a make you a bad person, nor does that I don't think you're closing the door on the like the true love of your life because I think if that was the case, you wouldn't be having these feelings. Mm-hmm. And people can be the love of your life for a portion mm-hmm. of your life, like for that first portion, for your first love, for your first everything. Like he was great for that, but now that you're like coming into your own, you might be moving into a different phase in your life and there might be another person that's the person for the next phase. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be like you, you're the next phase. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I say, I think a fit, like a, I think a sex therapist, if you feel like you need to, to do that again, but like, to be fair, it doesn't sound like that is something that like, I think, you know, that this is kind of like run its course. And, and, and yeah, I, I think that you, you know, that you are, you're ready to start a new chapter of your life without being in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I don't know. I also think that like, if you feel like if you do it and then like you make a mistake, well, you had to do it, you right. know? Cause if not, you're going to keep wondering what if. Yeah. And passion and like all of that stuff obviously changes over time, but you should be excited about the phases that you're in. You should be more excited about the relationship you're in than the what if I wasn't in this. Mm-hmm. Well, hope it, um, hope, hope this offered some clarity or some was helpful at all. And, yeah. and maybe if you do want to stay, go to couples therapy together because I know you went to sex therapy but you didn't mention if you guys went to therapy together so that could help too yeah and I would also say that like in regards to like sex in a relationship it's um I really hate the whole notion of like one person like it's my thing so I have to fix this Mm -hmm. and like not clue the other person in like that's a conversation to have as a couple and I think like yeah couples therapy would be the place for that and also couples therapy doesn't like you can go to a couple therapists who can also you know we'll we'll talk with about sex with you and all of that kind of stuff yeah should we get on to the next sure hey megan and melissa i will jump right into things because uh this is just a really long story so my friend left her emotionally and financially abusive husband in february um she has a seven month old with possible developmental issues And she is in a major legal battle over some inappropriate actions taken by her ex during a two-week period in March where he like manipulated her back in. So basically, she has a lot going on and my husband and I have been there for her through most of it. Uh, Her ex has been posting photos with his new girlfriend on Instagram, really flaunting it, just really, I don't know, sleazy of him. Um, While she instead did a total badass thing of recording a video of a photo shoot she did for a 23rd birthday slash divorce party thing. And she destroyed her wedding dress in it. Um, So I was proud of her for taking the time to focus on herself and her baby and not jumping back into a new relationship like her ex. Um, So uh, when I went for coffee with her this week, I told her this and praised her for it and was like, good job. Um, However, she did let me know that she was dating somebody. She just wasn't posting him. Um, I was told by her that he was an older guy and uh, he had been married before and had uh, children of his own, um, one biological child, but his other kids are stepkids from his ex-wife's previous marriage. 
or even just previous relationship. I'm not sure. So I was just kind of like, you know what? Should be fine. Older guy might mean like, I don't know, seven years or something like that. That's fine. Um, however, when my husband did some research, uh, he found him on Facebook and learned that the guy was born in 1979, which makes him 42 years old. Um, he also has a kid who is older than all of us. All of us are 23 years old. So basically when this guy was born, my mom was in kindergarten. Like that's how big the age gap is. Um, I know that there are successful relationships that have large age gaps. Um, however, what the heck does this 42 year old guy who's already been married, who already has kids and lives 411 miles away, what does he want with my friend? Right? Um, so I'm wondering what you guys think I should do. I'm worried for her. I definitely see a pattern of codependency in her life. So do I talk to her? Do I talk to her family? Her family seems kind of supportive because they drove her halfway to meet him um, this weekend, but I'm not really sure. I would love to hear what you guys think and uh, love your show. See, at first I thought it was going to be like, they haven't met before. And I was like, he's just a sugar daddy. I was going to say it might be a catfish and a sugar daddy. But they've met now. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I mean, this this is hard. Um, I think that, like, if you can see signs of codependency in your friend and all of that stuff, um, I'm just going to level with you. I don't think that that is... I think what you do is you be supportive and you be um there's a way to be informed as a friend without necessarily being like yes do it supportive like you can just like be an ear to listen and all of that kind of stuff I think because she got out of a really scary and rough relationship well she's still kind of in because the legal battles battles and stuff like there's a lot on her plate right now that yeah I think that's kind of like the more that you can be supportive and just there for her and all of that and as it comes up naturally, ask questions or inquire about it or like, how did you meet or what, like, why'd you keep it a secret or that kind of stuff where it's not feeling, so she doesn't feel bombarded by it because that is even more isolating. And especially if you think she's like codependency issues or things like that, that can then push her into the arms of like another pretty shitty person. Um, I, I guess like my... One thing I would offer, if she's like going to go see him, um, I would like also offer, I would offer to like babysit. And so like, if she's going to, well, it seems like her family's there. Oh, that's if true. Drove, I was going to say, I think that like, that's, keep them the baby. that's something that like, or it's when her oh, soon to be yeah. ex has the baby. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking a friend like, oh my, like, I, he, like, so like and play dumb like pretend you didn't look it up on facebook and like so tell me about this new like tell me about the new guy like how much older is he and then she like says like 42 like whoa like do you not find that does does that not see is that not like does that not feel odd to you like i don't think this is a forever relationship of any type of way i think it's a transitional one and i think that this is just my opinion. I think just be there so, to support her. And she's just spending time with a guy that isn't her ex and is helping her through this transition. Yeah. I think the one thing, but what she said it was in the call, um, 
Like what is what is he what does a 40 year old guy want with like my 23 year old friend? And I think the worry there might be it's doing more harm than good. And like, especially if you don't know him and he's that far away and all of that stuff. So I think that like, I agree. I don't think this is necessarily like a forever relationship, but I think however you can ease your mind by like learning more about him or even offering to be like, let's all go like, yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm not a fan of age gap relationships, but yeah, it is a little weird to date someone who lives like that far away. And if you're worried about your friend's like her getting into like another abusive relationship and having it be something just really bad again, then meeting him and mm-hmm. being like, knowing where the house is that she's that, you know what I mean? Like all of those kinds of things. I think that like your guard, not your guard, but like your goggles are on for red flags and men that she's with. And a, I mean, the solution is not to baby her or like have like, even if you think that like she's making bad relationship decisions and all of that kind of stuff, that's, it's her prerogative and like, it sucks, but you can't protect your friends from doing any of that. They have to learn it on their own. Um, but the best thing that you can do is be, I think the best friend in the situation is an informed friend and a friend, and a friend where you don't necessarily have to be doing digging to find out information. Like she's giving you information freely and that you can know and you and your husband can talk <laughs> behind her back and just be like god like it's weird like blah 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 but i think if she's already keeping it a secret that might be raising some red flags for you that like that's stressing you out um so i would just swallow your judgment when you're around her and you don't have to be her hype woman, but like find out as much as you can about this. And so she can come to you and talk to you because I think that there is a difficult thing when you're getting out of a bad relationship and then getting into another one that sometimes you can feel stupid if it, if it goes badly again. So I think the, the, the least amount of judgment you can do. So if things do go bad in this, which I think just by nature that they will, regardless of how, what going bad is, what whatever it means in this situation, that you are hearing it from her and she knows that she can count on you. How, what was her family like, like during her separation and divorce from her husband? Like were they supportive of her? Because if they've met this guy, that could be like an indication of how oh. things are. Yeah. And it could be there. I mean, there could be like, it could be like a lot of, a lot of reasons of like a family that's not really emotionally mature and like, don't know how to talk about it. And so it's like, oh, a new person. Great. Awesome. Maybe she is struggling financially. And this guy is like, I mean, I, again, if you're going to date someone old, don't date them for free, Mm -hmm. but like, maybe it is something like that, or maybe they're kind of like, very traditional old school and like you need to get someone who can provide for you but yeah maybe they've met him and it's kind of like their seal of approval on that and i mean to answer your question of what is a 42 year old seeing a 23 year old i mean young hot girl and i think that like there is a power dynamic when it comes to age gap relationships we weren't even talking about this before we were recording 
there are so many things that come into play. It's not always um, like a fetish, fetish, fetishization of um, like younger women or young bodies that can really happen. It can also happen at any age, especially if um, I would say if someone has a body like mine, like there's like, I, anytime an older guy would hit on like an older, older guy would hit on me when I was, I mean, even still now I'm like, "Mm, I look pretty young for my age. And like, I don't have like, I don't have what you would call like a, like a, I don't know, like the, the, the beauty standard of like, a a womanly voluptuous woman. Yeah. Like a Mm. womanly body. Mm -hmm. Like I've pretty much had the same body since I was in middle school. Like I, I, I just, I just do have that. And so that I can, there's that dynamic. Then there's like a power dynamic of someone who is kind of just like a piece of shit and like, or not even not, not like not the power dynamic one, but there's someone who like does not amount to much within their peers and wants to feel good about themselves and has a pretty like low self-worth. But um, it's kind of the same people who like become cops where it's like, so they need this like false sense of like, oh, I'm doing great. Like I am like, look at me now. Like, <laughs> like short man syndrome, what? Like mm-hmm. fuck off. And like who date younger girls who make them feel cooler and more important but then there's also just like the media has portrayed younger women and men together for and older men together for like such a long time that it can be people mirroring the relationship that they saw with their parents or um just old school stuff like that or it is a sense of like you know the really dangerous one along with you know the fetishization of um I want someone I can manipulate and control. And like, there are many reasons. There are many ways that people end up in those relationships. Um, And I'm not a proponent of age gap relationships for the reason that like, I don't know, like, I've always said, like, I know people who are in age gap relationships and they work, but it's because they acknowledge how it, how they end up there. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, we just fell in love and age didn't matter. It was, oh, I had to grow up way too fast. I had massive daddy issues. And my partner, um, my my partner, like, you know, either saw a bunch of like relationships with younger people in the media or was really behind in his life with his friends and everything and wanted to date someone who was more at his life pace, which happened to be someone who was younger because like, he wasn't very successful. Mm-hmm. That's like when they work. But yeah, the the kid thing is a little odd. That the kids are older. Oh, I thought you meant her baby. I was no, like, I seven was months like, is really fucking cute. That's was, a real cute that's age. That's why I was confused. Yeah, so I was like, if you if your parent if the parents um aren't babysitting, you should offer to babysit because I'm not, there's no way she's making that drive with a kid in the car and then like staying. Yeah, the the kid could be staying with like another family member. Yeah, I think you got to find out how they met. You know, clearly the internet. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, you have that's to probably like that's one of the old school ones. Match. Mm-hmm. Plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. Only farmers. Christian mingle. But yeah, I would also preface this when you're talking to her. And this is the last thing I'll say on this. The preface it with, I know that you weren't like. I would have loved to know this from the beginning. Like I, obviously it's not about me and like you choosing to like not tell 
me is like, you're totally your prerogative, but like, can I ask why you didn't? Cause like, she might be able to say like, you know, I felt whether it's embarrassed or I like, didn't want to blah, 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 or anything like that. She might be having preconceived notions that you are going to be judgmental, whether it's about this relationship or just judgmental of anything like that. And I think if she already started by not telling you this until it like, that it kind of like was not essentially forced out, but like it was pretty awkward and like happened to come out. I would kind of backtrack and assure her that even if you are, which we're all talking about it, that she can totally tell you all of that kind of stuff. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help 
if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley 
And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black, and this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective... Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls, but happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and uh, let's get in to the rest of the calls. Hello, Megan and Melissa. I am a 24-year-old female, pronouns are she, her, and my boyfriend that I'm going to be referring to is 23, pronouns he, him. We've been dating for about a year. So my two best friends that I've known since middle school, so for over 10 years, are planning a trip to a cabin in an an Airbnb cabin in a mountain area at the end of summer. We decided to make it a couple's trip. Um, They have been with their boyfriends for around two years each. When I first brought up the trip to my boyfriend, he was unsure if he could get off of work. So that's what I told my friends, and that's where it currently stands, that we are not sure if he'll be able to attend because of his work schedule. But he was also kind of iffy about the trip in general because he had never met any of these people. I suggested that we hang out with them a few times before going, and he thought that it was a good idea and agreed. We have since hung out with them three times, and my poor boyfriend was bored as hell. It was mostly just my friends and I talking, chatting with each other because, you know, we're the ones that know each other. We tried to get the boys more involved, get them to, you know, mingle with each other or involved in our conversations. But for the most time, they just kind of sat on the sidelines. So now my boyfriend is iffy and thinking that he won't be comfortable going on this trip. He has ADHD and is a raging Aries, so he needs to be occupied or doing some sort of action 24-7 Otherwise, he just is pretty miserable and just not comfortable. I suggested he come up for just the two weekend days of the trip instead of staying for the full five days. And we could tell everyone that, you know, he could only get off of work for the weekend and can't come during the weekdays. But he's still a few about just that. I myself am going no matter what, but I'd rather not be the only person there without their significant other. But I also don't want him to be uncomfortable. So I'm just wondering, should I keep pushing for him to come for those two days or should I just leave it be and not make him do like participate in a situation that he's going to be uncomfortable in? Um, Cause I feel like it'd be awkward for everyone, but then again, you know, I don't want to be the only person left alone. Um, also the trip is about three hours away. So a point he brought up is that, you know, he'd be driving three hours one day, just to turn around and 
you know, go back another three hours the next. Yeah, let me know what you think. Should I keep pushing or should I leave it be and just kind of go alone? Thank you. Bye. This is hard. It is. This is the definition of like, who else going to be there? Yeah. Because if I thought about it, like it was moths, I would be like, I don't know. Because I mean, A, I don't want to be forced to go anywhere. I don't want to go. But at the same time, if I thought that like he was going to, if I thought Mott was going to be awkward or it was going to be weird, I wouldn't want him to go. Right. So like, to me, it seems like, I I don't know, like, if it would be like awkward or uncomfortable, then I would feel really awkward. But it sounds to me like he's just going to be bored. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But also, so you guys decided... Like, it was going to be a girl's trip at first, but then you were like, let's make it a couple's trip. Did you guys get, like, his input? Like, did you get his input before the final decision was made to make it a couple's trip? Yeah. That is true. But I get it. But I also feel like when you go on trips, like, in the middle of nowhere, you can just disappear by yourself if you want to. So if he can like keep himself occupied and you still, cause you said you'd go even if he didn't go. So like if he comes for the whole time and then keeps himself occupied away from each other, would it be fine? Cause he has, since he has to be doing something all the time. Yeah. I would say like, is there a way that this could be scheduled and planned? Mm-hmm. Because like, I think it is scheduled. No, but like in the sense of like, oh, like scheduling out what you're doing. Yeah, like on we're the gonna trip. go on a boat on this day, and like we're gonna do this hike, or we're gonna do this kind of stuff. Because like, I think the idea of like sitting with like my best friends from middle school in a cabin in the middle of the woods, like, is so fun and so great. But yeah, if it was like, I mean, I would like Mott's and Sydney's boyfriend would like without a doubt be fine. But like, if it was something. I, I can also understand like needing to plan something like how mm-hmm. the way that like you can hang out and do absolutely nothing with like your really close friends. That can't be a couple's trip, like because you're going from like, oh, this is just going to be a girl's trip where like no one's wearing makeup. We're wearing sweatpants all the time and we're like not going to leave the ca- cabin. We're just going to like hang out and talk and like maybe watch old movies that we used to really love. Once you include it and make it a couple's trip, it's no longer that. Mm-hmm. And so like there needs to be some like planning involved in like activities and we're doing this on this day and all of that kind of stuff and it's not going to be the same trip and i think that which i i I think you're probably thinking now is like kind of regretting this as a couple's trip now because maybe you guys don't want to do all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of just want to like bring the guys along and you're realizing like he doesn't want to do that But then you also like, well, shit, now I don't want to be the only person not in a couple on this trip. So I think that like for this kind of stuff, I think the good compromise would be him going for just like the weekend or specifically um, going up and, um, oh, well, how many people are in cars and driving all of that stuff because like i get that he's like doesn't want to drive six hours in like two days um so maybe if it's drives up with you all and then 
like drives back down by himself. Or she drives rides with someone and then he comes like when he comes back, she rides with him, but she drives yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Like so like where he's only he's in a car both ways, obviously, but he's only no, driving I'm saying one he half. He doesn't have to go the first like the first part. But he the, doesn't have to drive. Yeah. But so like there's a on either side, I mean. So like either okay. he drives up when they're all going and he doesn't drive the car. He's just riding in the car. Like she drives their mm-hmm. car or something. And then he like leaves early and takes that car. Then someone else drives her home Got or it. on the opposite end. And, um, yeah, I think actually that actually, if he comes for the first part, that might be better because he can fill out the situation yeah. to see if he wants to stay longer. Yeah. And I get like needing stuff to do and like, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff. But like, he's a grown man. Like, well, I also, he... I think of this, like, this is kind of like one of those obligations, like a, like a wedding. Like it's like, not everything is going to be like really fun and all of that. But there's a difference between like, I feel really uncomfortable versus mm-hmm. I'm bored. And like, if he's really uncomfortable and like these guys make him uncomfortable or like, I don't know. They're like, maybe they, maybe they say some like crazy fucking shit or like, it's just really uncomfy. That to me is like, okay, this is, if it's just Boris taking one for the team. But in the same thing that I also kind of think with weddings in that sense, I don't think that he should be paying for it then. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you want him there and he's going to be bored and it's like not his ideal thing, I don't think that he should have to spend like, I don't know, 500 bucks on this trip. Right. So I think that like it's weighing all of those kinds of pros and cons. Um, But I also don't think that there's anything wrong with being like the only couple who's not only person not in a couple there. Mm -hmm. Because I think that it seems like the girls are going to click up anyway, because you said when you guys are hanging out all as a group, the girls were all laughing and he's just bored off by himself. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's going to be the the vibe of Mm -hmm. this. And so then you can FaceTime him at night and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think there's always like this ideal thing that you want, like all of your friends, partners to be as like close and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. And it doesn't always happen. Nope. But um, let us know what you decide to do. If you sugar mama it out, pay for him to go and let him be bored. Or like he can't, what does he do when he's at home? He can't bring activities. Yeah. On to the next. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and potential guest. I'm 18 female going into my sophomore year of college. And I'm a Virgo on the cusp of a Leo with ADHD. Um, And I've tried my best to list all of this out. So hopefully I can get through it cohesively. Um, I'm also straight, straight, which wouldn't usually be relevant, but it may be here. And my issue is that I think I'm unintentionally the toxic one in relationships where I'm really into them in the talking stage and then go crazy once it gets serious. The same thing happens in every relationship I've ever had. For example, my sophomore year of high school had a huge crush on this guy. Like I would think about him all the time, the typical schoolgirl crush. And we eventually started talking and I was on cloud nine. Like we texted all the time and had great conversations. He was truly everything I really wanted in a guy. We started hanging out with groups and that was great. And then I had a bit of anxiety hanging out alone, but still pushed myself to do it a few times. And it was pretty much all good. I still really liked him. But then after five months of talking, quote unquote, which was about the beginning of my junior year, 
We made it official. And then all of a sudden, I started to get a lot more anxiety about going on formal dates with him, which we hadn't done previously. So just cancel or blow him off last minute. And then it developed into me being annoyed by him super easily and starting arguments to the point where I even got annoyed at the questions he asked about my life and almost resentful of his accomplishments. And then he would ask me what was wrong and I would gaslight him and say nothing. And this would go on to the point where we would break up. And then almost instantly, I would feel so relieved. But then at the same time, I would also start to like them as a person again. Like not romantically per se, but I wouldn't be annoyed at him anymore. And I would just um, have more empathy for him. Almost the exact same thing has happened just last year. And and it's happened before and I can't figure out why. Like I'm a great communicator with my friends and I get along with nearly everyone. I'm a very understanding and empathetic person, like to a fault a lot of times. But when I'm in a relationship, I just become this evil person that I hate and I can't figure out why I can't stay in relationships. I also haven't had much trauma that could relate to this other than guys touching my butt in seventh grade, which like even when that happens now, it doesn't trigger me. So am I just a bitch or do I not actually like this these guys or do I have intimacy, intimacy issues? I've been told all of the above, you know, by my therapist, friends, and I just truly can't figure it out. And as someone who's super introspective, really annoys me. And I really want to be in a happy, healthy relationship and experience that for myself. And I feel like I'm holding myself back. So please help me. Thank you. Have a great day. So I think, obviously, I'm not a therapist. I also don't think this is necessarily like a psychological diagnosis of anything. I think it's just kind of like similar to love languages and like understanding yourself better. Um, It seems like you have, and we've talked about this on like, and like avoidant attachment style. Um, I very much agree with a lot of what you are saying. And that was the case for me that like, I would really like people build them up in my head and then I would go out with them for however many times like it could be one date I don't like you at all anymore it could be two dates it could be like we become in a relationship and then my it used to be three months was mine not five it was three months in I would roll over and I would be like I literally hate you I never want to see you again like I don't I wouldn't say that to them but like in my head it would go yeah like like 100 miles an hour to like a complete like roaring stop and um I just wouldn't get close to anybody. And that would be, that would be it. And it does sound like that is kind of what's happening here is that you are avoiding getting close to anyone, like him asking questions about you and all that stuff. But the issue is here is this is, and you're self-proclaimed in this, that like, you're understanding that this is like beyond um, just that this is like, it's taken a really toxic form. And I do wonder if you recognize it in the moment, or is it kind of like, afterwards you're like wow holy shit what did i do because i think the thing is that you are trying to convince yourself to stay in these relationships but in doing so you are just you're not not that you should swallow it but like you're lashing out at them and like gaslighting them and like doing all of that kind of stuff like that's really that's that's fucked up like it's a that's a fucked up thing to do and 
if you understand in that moment, when you start to feel those feelings, don't try and work through them because right now you can't like right now when you're doing that, that involves like you emotionally hurting another person. And I think that like, if I think this is something that like you said, you're in therapy, but I really think you should talk to your therapist about this and like all of the ugly details. Like I gaslight, like what, blah, blah, blah. I do this and like, tell your therapist, like, cause a lot of therapists have different styles, like tell your therapist, like be harsh with me. Like, please be harsh with me. Like this is on me. Like these, are the people that I'm dating, like, I don't find that I, this has come from anything specific. Like, I think that there's something like, what is going, like, help me. Like a lot of time therapists can be like, not, not bad therapists can like make you perpetually the victim, mm-hmm. but really have like some tough love conversations with that. Um, and I would also say that I'm pretty sure attachment styles are mostly formed. Um, and I think this is like a version of one I would assume, but like they can even be formed from, and again, don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor, but, um, obviously like emotional neglect from parents, but there's like even some of like kids who like cried it out like the cry it out method like babies who didn't feel comforted as like an infant infant and like i'm sure there's a lot of speculation on that kind of stuff but your therapist should know that kind of stuff more um but yeah like this you just i i think that you need to stop dating <laughs> what do you think um yeah i think stop dating but it seems like you're already self-aware of what you're doing. So if you do date, then be more intentional in your dating. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you usually react, be aware of that going into it because it seems like you're doing a lot of reflecting after the fact. So, and when did you come to these conclusions? Was this a new thing that you realized about yourself or is it something that you've always known which I think you yeah hinted at before so if it's something that's new then I would say start dating with intention yeah I mean it sounds like you've done this a lot like mm-hmm. over and over also 18 years yeah. old but I think that like you right now it feels like you are dating thinking that the per the next per- there will be a person where this won't happen with and the issue lies in you in this and not the people that you're dating mm-hmm. and so in order to not do this to the person you want to date for a long time you got to like get your own shit together because mm-hmm. it is kind of one of those things that's like um doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results and i think that this is one of those things that like you can draw the conclusion that like oh i'm Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Which it might, I don't know. Like, it seems like she might, now that she's aware, then she would go into it differently. Yeah. I mean, I would take a, I would take a big, big break from dating if you haven't already. And I know you are young, but I mean, I did that with Mots. Like I took a year long break before I started dating Mots because I was bad relationship, bad relationship, bad relationship. And I really cared for him as a person. And so I like, I didn't want to do what I had done to every other guy that I had dated because like I really liked him. Um, But I think if I had not waited, it probably would have been the exact same kind of situation and the same outcome. But I think that you got to get to the root cause of this in order to actually change it. Mm -hmm. 
I, I mean, I would. I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, how bad could it be if they're in high school though? No, I thought you said sophomore in college. No, that makes way more sense to the timeline because I was like 18 as a junior. Yeah, these are people in high school. Oh, maybe you just. Maybe they just wow. This changes yes, everything just, to me. <laughs> Maybe they just suck. Yeah, it's the thing. Is like I don't who you date in as a sophomore when you're a child. That's going to be different than who you date when you're older. And like I think that just I think it's good as an eighteen year old that you're aware of these things. But like I just think that you have growing up to do. Yeah. No, I think you're. That makes yeah. now that I understand that this is high school, not college. Mm-hmm. Just makes way more sense yeah yeah i just you just don't like these people that much and you're self-sabotaging and i think you probably think you want a relationship and you think you like Mm -hmm. them and you don't yeah best of luck and um utilize your therapist and don't gaslight people more of the story yeah the fact that you even know like what gaslighting is is like i know maybe you just listen to the podcast a little too much (laughs) maybe you're too (laughs) you're too (laughs) self-aware yeah I think it's great that most people don't know, like, I don't know anyone who's like gaslighted someone. It was like, I gaslight, like, mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, remarkable. Yeah, I think you're just, yeah, you're just, you seem like you're mentally might be mature and know a lot of things, but you're over, you might be overanalyzing the situations because of the sample size of dating that you're in. Yeah. And you might be emotionally mature in all of these aspects of your life or more emotionally advanced and you think you are also in dating mm-hmm. and it's it's just not which yeah. is and it's, that's and that's another reason why we ask people how old they are when they call in because like you it, weren't I was equating confused. yeah and i and um but like the advice we give someone at one age is different and i think you might if you are an avid listener of the podcast you might be listening to advice that we're giving to like a 26 year old yeah and applying that to what you're doing now and i think it's good to have like instill good dating habits when like you're young mm-hmm. but yeah if you, it, it talk to your therapist about that and also if your therapist sees nothing wrong then i think you'd like take their word for it mm-hmm for now unless you unless find a out it's a bad therapist later okay <laughs> this makes so much more sense to me <laughs> it is time for don't blame them this is where a listener will call in and give their own advice pertaining to a call we've had on a previous episode so maybe they have just their own feelings regarding it they thought of something relevant that we didn't mention or maybe they have some personal experience Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling in for Don't Blame Them, Season 8, Episode 5. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm 24. The caller had a boyfriend doubting her use of Snapchat and ended up adding his ex on Snapchat to retaliate. Um, I am 100% with your guys' advice. Um, I was in a similar situation, but instead I was the ex who was added on Snapchat and then therefore started a promiscuous relationship. Um, at that point he had told me that they were in an open relationship because of long distance and that his girlfriend was fine with all of this. Um, we used Snapchat, so the messages and photos all disappeared. I was starting to feel unwary, 
but I didn't feel like I had evidence to present to his girlfriend. Not that you need evidence, but I felt like I needed to provide it if I was going to be coming forth as the quote-unquote other woman. But I was also still under the impression that they were in an open relationship. I knew he wasn't being honest with either of us, though. I ended up DMing her my side of the story. She took me at my word, and they ended up breaking up. Obviously, I had burned my bridge with him as well. Um, But in the end, I think it worked out better for at least her and I, maybe not him. But um, I would say that her and I are both thriving now. Um, So I would go with Megan and Melissa's advice, go with your gut, and also let's definitely stop using Snapchat. Thanks, guys. Stop using Snapchat. Get off Snapchat. 2021. <laughs> Get off Snapchat. I just don't. <laughs> I I personally am someone that loves receipts. So that's why I hate Snapchat. I even hate Snapchat as like a friend who's like friends with people who have like been on Snapchat. And like, I think you've heard this story. We have a friend who like someone had like messaged them this like crazy thing on Snapchat. And I was like, oh my God, I want to see. They were like, it expired. That's why they sent it on Snapchat. Receipts. You need the receipts. I just, it just is like, it's not satisfying. Like, then you have to like screenshot and like, don't you get a notification? You get a notification unless you use another phone. I was going to say, which, you know, we've all been there doing Mm -hmm. that shit, but like, yeah. Okay. (sighs) That is our episode, everybody. We hope you enjoyed. If you did, uh, we would love if you left a review. Head over to the Apple podcast app or wherever you listen, but specifically the Apple podcast app. It really helps us. If you leave a review, it makes our day. It's great. We enjoy it. Also, if you're like, you know, not a part of the Facebook group and you want to be like, wow, I love this episode. This call was great. Like blah, blah, blah. Feel free to, you can do that in a review. And if you want to watch the video version of this podcast, we are on Patreon. It's only a dollar a month to see the video versions. And we also have a $5 tier where we go live twice a month. It's really fun. It's literally just like, think of like early pandemic days, Zoom hangouts with your friends. It's literally that. Yeah. And I also, a lot of people, when we posted the picture saying, it's so good to see you guys back together again. And I was like, you guys can see us back together if you join Mm -hmm. the group. And if you're like not um, a participatory person in that sense that like that makes you like there are lots of people who have like been a part of the Patreon for a while who like only recently started coming to do that kind of stuff um, you can always watch them ahead of time like you can like watch old ones to like see what they're kind of like and see that they're like very casual very fun um, and it's also a great way to make friends within the community and whether that's in like s- the same city or even if it's not the same city it always like warms my heart that People are like, oh my God. So we were talking about this in our group chat. And I was like, oh, I love that. And if you want to contribute more than $5 a month, feel free to add however much money you want. Jeff Bezos, I know you're listening. <laughs> if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can uh, do that at 310-694-0976. I've never said it out loud. I could, so I is that right? That is right. Okay. <laughs> it took me a minute. I, I, my brain farted. Um. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. You can find us on all of our socials. We also have launched a TikTok for the TikTok. podcast. We, I don't think we've talked about TikTok. No, we haven't. Tickety talk. We haven't done anything except for... I mean, there's like clips that we don't put on Instagram. Yeah. But, you know, if anyone wants to give us 
if you want to duet us, stitch mm-hmm. it, you have any ideas, anything, let us know. Please. We um, should make a TikTok, like an actual TikTok. I know. We have to like, come up with some idea. Or we could just like do one of those music ones where we just guess music or something. We guess the music? You know, like it's like this music came out in like oh, the yeah, 90s and then we can it find works for us because we find, yeah. we're, have different age. Yeah, that's a good call. It's a good yeah. call. Um, is there anything else to promote? Yes, our merchandise. <gasps> oh my gosh. Our merch is out. Pick it up. Get it. It's great. Very cute. We love it. Hopefully by now my presets will be out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some homework. What day does this episode come out? No, I hate homework. Well, what day does this episode come out? Or if you were going to guess how many Seven weeks? days from Monday. Okay. So hopefully my presets will be out by now. And if they are, pick them up. They're real cute. What's my homework? Our homework, homework is every, when someone sends like a picture of them because right now when you listen to this i think we're still in pre-order so it hasn't been shipped yet but when people start taking pictures of themselves in the merch then you make like a class picture with everyone in it that's not in the homework you know how much i I love that kind of shit yeah i'll do that i like that it's a good call Mm -hmm. i'll save them all Mm mm-hmm like, or you could just do it as they come in, so then you don't have a whole bunch at one time. See, I don't think that far ahead of time, but that is a good idea. I'm giving you the insight now. That is it for our episode. We will see you all next time. Good fucking bye. Toodaloo. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, Edited by Katrina Henning and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.